This year I've been playing a lot of old school classic video games. More importantly, games that I always wanted to play and I missed. For example, Luigi's Mansion, uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2. I also wanted to replay Mother 3 for such a long time and I finally got to do it this year. Um, and it's, I, I always do this every once in a while. I should do it more often actually, to be honest. Because it's a reminder of a time period where video games were allowed to freely experiment and just be themselves. You know, they were not trying to jump on any trends. They're not trying to follow a particular set of standards. Not exactly standards, but you know how how the industry is now right now. If if battle royales are trending, every developer will try to incorporate something of that sort into that game, even though it probably doesn't fit in there. And if if open world games are trending, and open world games have been trending for a very long time, so you see ninety percent of the games in the market are all open world. Without any rhyme or reason. I think I think there's so many games out there that don't really need an open world setting. But they have to sell it and open world and an open world game in the tagline sounds very exciting uh to to a general audience. But uh last year I remember I played a ton. Yeah, last year I played a ton of open world games. This year I only played one, that was Horizon Zero Dawn. Last year I played a lot of them and I was so saturated with just bloated video games that that should have been around, that should have been as long as they were. A lot of these open world games are really good. I have to say they are really good, but they last too long. They last just way too long. Like, your story can probably be done, the game story and everything can probably be done in 20-25 hours, but they gotta stretch that in with huge enormous maps where you have to take missions from place XYZ and it's it's just so, it's it just doesn't feel very authentic to be honest. Like, they're trying to incorporate so many different things to please so many different people that they don't end up pleasing anyone. Of course, these games don't really stand the test of time. They're there for that specific moment, then something better will come along and people will not look at that anymore. I I, I felt the same thing with Horizon Zero Dawn this year. I played that game this year. It's a fantastic game. It's a great game. So much personality, so much charm. Beautiful gorgeous environments so much detail into the graphics and i love the world that they have built the story is a little weird <laughs> the whole ai and everything but it's great i loved it i loved the game but again the same problem i think the game goes really good for the first 30 to 35 hours 
and if you end up doing all the side quests and all everything then it just it's too long the game is too long and some of the side quests actually feel pretty pointless to me despite the fact that they all sort of manage to magically link up in the end they all come to the end for that one battle thing And I, I, at the end, I actually didn't really remember half of them. Some of them were memorable. And some of them you just didn't care about or didn't pay attention to that much. But again, I was just thinking if the game would have been shortened up a little bit. Would it be even better? I think so. I think so. It would definitely be more replayable. You could have still kept up an open world environment, but a shorter, more cohesive storyline that just flows better. You know, the pacing's better. You don't have to constantly move back and forth from point A to point B. You know, I feel like open world games, any open world game that sort of incentivizes fast travel that's bad game design like you are expecting me you know that me as a player will skip a huge chunk of the world just because i'm in a rush to get to a specific point that is bad game design that's literally bad game design you as a developer you know that i'm i i won't have the patience to go go through the journey i'm just gonna skip to the destination then then why then why build these big enormous worlds when you know that nobody's gonna bother about the journey after a specific point in time because since there's so much back and forth between these objectives and that's the state of video games right now especially the open world games and this is this is me saying about a good game. Horizon Zero Dawn is a phenomenal game. Don't take it the wrong way. I'm not criticizing Horizon Zero Dawn. But I'm just saying that's just the structure of open world games. That is just the standard. That is just the norm now. Everybody does this. Horizon Zero Dawn just has to be an exception that it has phenomenal world building. A world class gameplay setting that is so good. You want to keep playing it. Um, incredible monster design as well. Machine design. Sorry. That's a machine. Incredible machine design. Great game. But again, that's the problem with multiplayer. Um, with open world games. So that brings me to the point that why would I want to go back in time and revisit some classics? Because they didn't follow these standards. They didn't follow these norms. Video games didn't really have to be open world to sell, you know? And again, experimentation was allowed. Innovation was allowed. Video games were still discovering themselves. So every single time something new would come out, it was a chance for something original. To shine. This week, August twenty fifth. <clears throat> sorry. August twenty fifth. This week, Psychonauts two is coming out. If you haven't played the original, go.
go do that right now. It's like a dollar on Steam. It's a dollar. I'm not kidding. I have Steam opened up right in front of me. It's a dollar. It's a steal. It's a simp- It's simple as that. It's a steal. Save 90% on Sakin. Jeez. Yeah, it's a dollar. As a matter of fact, the entire double fine bundle is soup is not is not that expensive either. If you haven't played any of double fine games, I think it's a good it's a good offer. But yeah, this game is practically free. Practically. But yeah, man, play this game. It's phenomenal. I'm talking about the original Psychonauts. The second one is coming this week. And I I have... I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. I'm expecting it to be good. Wow, overwhelmingly positive. It's good to see there's so many so many comments are recent now. That's nice to see. This game is a steal at 99 cents. Correct. 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 It is. It is a steal. Anyways. Um, play this game. It's phenomenal. It is one of the best platformers you will ever play. It's a cult classic. <laughs> it's an actual tag of this game. It's a cult classic. Oh my god. It's a cult classic. It is a cult classic. Uh, comedy. It's got fantastic humor. It is written by Tim Schafer, after all, man. Tim Schafer, one of the best writers in the video gaming industry. If you've played um, any of Tim Schafer's games, like Secret of the Monkey Island, Grim Fandango, you know, you know what this man can do in terms of world building in and character-driven storytelling. The concept that that is in Psychonauts is so brilliant. It's so original. Diving into other people's minds and crafting levels out of them in a thematic fashion associated with that specific person. It's so brilliant. It's so artistic. And it could have only been existing at a time then. So it's good to see that there's a sequel coming out. It's so good to see that there's a sequel coming out because it's a throwback to those old days where video games were allowed to experiment and, you know, try to do something unique and original. And I'm so happy we're getting more expanded universe in the Psychonauts. It's really good. It's really, really good. Also, I want to emphasize on the point that you know why these games are great? Uh, the graphics and the graphics have definitely been outdated for a lot of these old games. Psychonauts still is is good on the graphics department. Um, it's not up to today's standards, obviously. I'm talking about the original game. The new game is fantastic looking. Um, the graphics have definitely outdated. The gameplay is also not the same. Like... You know, game design has changed a lot over the years. A lot of today's players will not 
have patience for everything old video games used to do. Some of them hold pretty well even in the gameplay design perspective. But most importantly, what sets apart old games to the games of today is that old games had the context for existence. I call this the context for existence. Old games used step-by-step blocks. They would not leave a space in that video game where they would not explain the existence of the virtual of the virtual world they were creating. They would tell you everything either indirectly or directly about why the world exists. It's a brilliant thing if you think about it. They would give you context for why the game exists. It's the thing about Half-Life 2. If you, uh, the original Half-Life, graphics are outdated. The gameplay mechanics doesn't hold up. It literally does not hold up. Video games have moved on so much more, and and you will find better gunplay in other video games. But what does the original Half-Life have that most other modern shooters don't have? World building, atmosphere. The art of storytelling through gameplay. How many video games do that? And how many video games do that to such a great level that Half-Life achieved? And how many video games do that at a level which Psychonauts achieved? Psychonauts is a brilliant, brilliant game. And again, it's because every little thing about the game has a context for existence. There is a reason why it is there. It's not there for show. It's not there for just filler. It's there because there is a reason for it. Either it complements the game um, to its aesthetic, or either it complements the game through its mechanic, or just the writing or the humor. It, it complements the game into something better, without which the game would be lacking. And that is essential. They're, they're not just throwing random stuff around. This is very important. They're not just including random stuff because it makes the game bloated. It, it makes the game longer. It makes the game important. It's important. It's crucial to the game experience. That's why it's there. 90% of the open world games today, they have so much stuff that is possibly doesn't even make sense. It shouldn't be there. But it is there because they want to increase the length of the game to justify the $60 price tag. Which again brings me to the point that not every game should have a $60 price tag. For comparison, Psychonauts came out in 2005. You know what else came out in 2005? Resident Evil 4. The first GOW, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell came out that year. Devil May Cry 3, Shadow of the Colossus. You're seeing how much innovation was there in just one year. All of these are all of these are very distinct titles. GOW is an action game. Devil May Cry is is an hack and slash tough tough game. Resident Evil 4 was a third-person shooter, a 
sort of horror, more, more of a third-person shooter. Psychonauts was a platformer. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell was a tactical stealth game. Stealth action. And Shadow of the Colossus, I don't even know what to call Shadow of Colossus. An adventure game? It probably would, would come under an adventure game. But it was an entirely different thing of its own. And that's what I love about video games. I want this variety. I want each and every individual developer to make something new and unique. And I know as time has progressed on, developers have changed their focus from a product-oriented perspective to a business-oriented perspective. It's evident. It's, it's there in the industry. We are more now focused on business. We're now more focused on sales, what will sell, rather than we are focused on what will be good, as in what would be an artistic achievement that will withstand the test of time. I think only Nintendo thinks like that, probably. Nintendo games stand the test of time, man. No wonder they get remakes right now. And they're so amazing. Skyward Sword. Anyone. So it's an, it's, it's an important conversation to have. It's an important thing to note. And it's very interesting to see that video games have changed so much throughout this landscape. Of course, I'm taking a very small example, a very small fraction of games I've mentioned here. There are tons and tons of examples of games dating back to a decade before where you would see video games being innovative, creative, original, and still fun. The fun factor never went away, but... And right now what we're seeing, we're seeing the same stuff recycled over and over. Every same year, every same year. But Psychonauts 2 is coming out. And Jesus, it feels like Psychonauts is sponsoring me for this, but they're not. They're not. I, I hope they would, but they're not. Um I'm just I'm just really excited that Psychonauts 2 is coming out after such a long, long period of time. Double Fine Studios, Tim Schafer, they all deserve an applause that they never compromised on their own talent. They, they never compromised on their own ability. Listen, we live in a time and place where where people sort of compromise and bend to accommodate the trend. You feel me? Uh, like, take, for example, the amount of videos on the internet right now. We, we, we're pushing to a more quantity-driven approach rather than a quality-driven approach. I'm talking about the video marketing of um, the video content um, market right now. It's a quality, it's a quantity-driven market right now, not a quality-driven one. So people who you know are talented, they also bend a little because that quantity-driven market attracts more viewers. So they have to bend a little because if they want to attract that attention, they have to sort of follow the wave, follow the curve because, hey, that's what the algorithm wants. That's what the market wants. So they have to do that. So when you see someone not following that, 
you have so much genuine respect because they don't underestimate they don't they don't bend they don't they don't lower their standards simply because that's what the that's what the that's what the crowd is going after they're trying to make something that will attract their own specific niche crowd it may not be as large it may not be as big as the other one but you know that this small group of people genuinely love what you do and to me that's everything man to be to be honest that's everything nothing can match that like i said it it may not be a lot but it's more impactful than the larger crowd so shout out to tim shafer shout out to steam at double fine studios uh, i'm excited to play psychonauts 2 and hopefully we can get more right now i think psychonauts 2 there are only a couple of games that i'm really excited for psychonauts 2 is definitely one of them i was excited for elder ring but then i heard it's a open world game i'm sort of still nervously excited for it. i just want to see how it does it i just want to see how from software makes a dark souls in an open world setting i think i think they'll make i think they'll nail it sekiro was already sort of wavering into that freedom i i, I think they'll get it but we'll see we'll see um yeah man that's it thank you so much for listening everyone i'll see you whenever the next time whenever i have another story to tell these these are just very chill sessions there's no scripting if if you follow my youtube channel or stuff like that you know i i write a script for those videos this is just a normal you know just i'm just relaxing just talking whatever's on my mind so nothing is always perfect i might not always make the most cohesive dialogues but man i i mean what i say i mean what i say i i would like to talk more about uh video games but we'll constantly keep changing the topics up just to give a variety for both you and me so thank you so much for listening i'll see you around peace